What's up, Digi Destin? On today's episode of Security Check, we sit down with new co-host Maki, aka Nightmares, to learn more about his past with TCGs. Let's get into the digital world. We are here with the Security Check Digimon TCG podcast. First of all, Nightmares, please introduce yourself. Oh, well, hello there, everyone. Uh, my name, my, I guess my game handle is Nightmares. My name's Michael Ayers. Uh, I'm a old soul. I'm a 36 year old veteran to uh, most TCGs, I guess I could say. Some that no longer exist. <laughs> All right. Well, actually, that is the very first question. Uh, well, second question, I guess. Uh, what's your history with trading card games? Like, what all have you played? Um, I actually started, this is going somewhere. I collected Pokemon cards. Uh, my little cousin was really into them. So I started collecting Pokemon, had no idea how to play. I think that was the general consensus for most of the people our age. Then, uh, I learned how to play Pokemon. So I played Pokemon for quite a bit. And the next TCG I got into hardcore competitively was the original Dragon Ball Z card game. Um, I got into it, and I played it for several, several years. Um, I went, uh, I guess I won two regionals, and then I made it to the World's Martial Arts Tournament in that, which is corny, but <laughs> that's what they called it, and uh, which was pretty cool, which was basically like the nationals for that. Um, I didn't win, but... <laughs> I still made it and I topped in that, um, made top four in that, um, then you were how old then? Uh, I was 17, fixing to be 18. So you're going way farther places than I was. I was just, you know, in Yu-Gi-Oh going to see him games for a couple tournaments. Well, that, what, what was great about Dragon Ball Z was the community, uh, was pretty small, so we had to drive decently far. But what was funny was there was some um, an actual game store in New Tazewell, which is close to our area, <laughs> that actually held a tournament and stuff. But uh, yeah, we had to drive kind of far for most of that stuff. Um, I even went out of state a couple times for it. Uh, but yeah, it was a really fun card game. And I and I the group I played with was a lot older than me, uh, so you know they were in college, so they were you know sophomores some of them i think even a junior in college so that was basically my ride and stuff for a long time until you know i you know got my own car and drove myself and everything and then um i got into magic and this was kind of i guess dragon ball z kind of died and i got into magic which was late for the magic game itself but it was new for me i loved it it was way uh more complex than dragon ball z um, in the sense of strategy based, not just uh, Dragon Ball Z, kind of like the anime, you could just brute force your way through. Sometimes there wasn't yeah. as much strategy to it. So you and, could play, you could play Red. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> so fun fact, I did play mainly Red. So Red was in that card game. Uh, red was physical attacks, uh, orange, uh, or which would be like a yellow. 
was energy based kind of controlish. Then of course they broke it down into the Macian and Saiyan. And uh, so I played a, re- a red uh, Gotenks beat em up deck is basically what it was called. So yeah, uh, that's what I played. It was a fun game, but yeah, then I got into magic. Um, uh, and that's when I started going to CM games and things like that. And I played a little bit of that. Never got into Yu-Gi-Oh or anything. And then um, here we are now. I'm playing Digimon, uh, MetaZoo. I actually signed up for my first online MetaZoo tournament with Caster Society. So we're going to see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm curious about I'm curious about MetaZoo online. I was going to mention that earlier and I was like, how would they do online? Like, how could you prove that you were this close uh, to a lake? <laughs> oh, well, okay, so that's funny. Uh, from what I can tell, we have to use Tabletop Simulator. You know my love and hate for that. Uh, so we yeah. use Tabletop Simulator because it helps with cheating, and then there's constant fourth, fa- fourth wall effects that they do for their online tournaments. So Caster Society this season is called Ski Lodge, and there's constant terror effects and... Uh, constant fourth wall effects that are always in play. So you don't have to worry about those things. Sweet. So okay. Cool. So, yeah. I mean, that, that makes sense. Tabletop simulator would probably be best. Uh, so what about your history with Digimon? What, where did your Digimon start? Well, fun fact, I, I love Digimon. Uh, to me, it was always me and my older brother even talked about it years ago. It was the adult version of Pokemon or the teenage version of Pokemon because Pokemon now, especially, we can look back and see it's stayed generally the same. It's changed some, but it stayed more of a kid-friendly, very preteen anime. Digimon has grown with its age group. So where we all started with Digimon, it's definitely developed into um, our generation as, as a whole. But the Digimon card game... Like I, I love Digimon, and then I had seen it because I started Dragon Ball Super, which was the remake or the revamped version of the original Dragon Ball Z card game. Different company and everything, but Bandai made it, and I really wanted to get competitive in that, but nobody around here played. Uh, there was a little cult group at CM Games that played some, and then that's how I found out, because all these Bandai players found out about Digimon, I was like, ah, you know, maybe I'll get into it. And then I ran into you one night while you were at work and you're like, Hey, I was like, I was like, Oh, and the, you, you all were into the Digimon card game. So of course I had to run out and try to scurry to find product and there wasn't any. So of course I found the, my first starter decks and I just sit here and played that with a buddy of mine. And that's all we did. And, um, here we are. I've played in, Several Mario uh, Gaming World uh, Cup events online, a uh, couple things at CM Games, and then um, we played in our first um, championship uh, at uh, Williamsburg, uh, or sorry, Corbin. So yeah, and here we are. I love the game. I'm hoping that I get to the next championship, but it's it's crazy that you mentioned that because I'm sitting here thinking that I feel like that was last year, but the game's actually been out for two years now. Yes. Uh, and it just blows my mind. Cause I feel like I just fell asleep at a certain period and then woke back up and here's BT nine and BT 10 
coming out and BT11 around the corner. Uh, yeah, we're wishing, we're drooling over BT11 right now. Well, I mean, it, it feels like that because where COVID had us all on lockdown and then the strain, Bandai has done this with Dragon Ball Super as well, the strain of them being able to produce product for other regions has always seemed to be a struggle for them. Um, like I said, this is off topic, but I'm kind of hoping to see how they do with One Piece. Uh, we'll see. I feel like that's going to be their baby. They still look like they're definitely ramping up Digimon and Dragon Ball Z as well. But um, I think that's definitely their next. They're going to definitely hold on to One Piece for a while. But yeah, the, I think COVID really made the game seem to almost feel like it was stagnant. And then when we started having on more online tournaments and then in-person events, the game has started. I mean, this is all we needed for it to, to, to take off was having those online and then those in-person events really set it off. Yeah, it like it's really helped it tremendously from whenever we first started looking at it. What? Who's your favorite Digimon? And I feel like I can guess this. But I'm still on the fence. Okay. So, I feel like my guess would be Vmon. Mm-hmm. However, however, Gammon has taken your heart. Yes. Okay. So, Vmon was my Digimon. Like, if I had to wake up in a reality where Digimon digital monsters could exist, Vmon would be my. My lovable little companion. He's quirky. He's witty. Um, he's also slightly headstrong. Uh, thinks with his stomach, not with his head so much. Uh, so yeah, that's that's definitely my type of character. And then Gammon fits that just a little more of a childish form. But yes, yes, yeah. Gammon's definitely uh, watching Ghost Game has made me fall in love with his character and how just adorable and like kind of brave he is i love it love him as a digimon partner all right so back into the tcg world uh so so what's your what's your typical play style whenever it comes to tcgs i I know you said that you were playing the like beat face deck in uh dbz so is is that your typical go-to yeah magic i'm a red player um Green, I know Digimon's green's not my thing, but uh, in Magic, it's definitely a red green. Like, beat them up real fast, aggro decks, um, which is kind of weird because I didn't really like blue at first when I started Digimon. You know, I was like, all right, Agumon, you know, Greymon, War Greymon, this is going to be my play style. And slowly I've evolved into blue to me being a more hyper aggressive deck in my opinion you're not swinging for huge hits it's i feel like a little more aggressive in those little chippy uh battles and the mechanics of it allow you just to be a quicker player so yeah uh, i'm really liking blue in digimon which is a little bit weird but i still fisting early i really like those decks like uh jelly force um armor rush blue hybrid I've I've seemed to always like be attracted to that, even though I didn't start that way in Digimon. 
All right. So w with that, what color with the with the whole color? What what color are you staying away from? Like, which one is the least interesting to you? Green, green, green. <laughs> Sad, sadly, green is the least for me. Um, even when it first started, I thought it was kind of cool, but nothing about green really attracted me when we first started. And yellow didn't really at first either. But I'm growing. I guess I'm really not a yellow player either, but uh, purple yellow seems to interest me. You know, yurple, um, I like it. But blue, like I'm, I always go back to blue. Like every deck, I'm like sitting here and I'm like, oh, that's a cool card. I'm like, oh, this would fit great in, you know, like Imperial Dramon. You know, <laughs> like I just get attracted back into that line and like I'll be sitting here and be like, you know what? Gawubon's not my favorite character, but you know what? Gabu Bond's really good. <laughs> and that's just the way I, that's just the way it seems to be. Yeah, green is my least favorite out of the bunch. Uh, I used to play whenever I played Hearthstone on I would always play like Ramp Druid. Mm -hmm. So like I, I'm waiting for with green Argomon Jordan was playing Argomon and it, it seemed really interesting to me, but I was instantly drawn to purple. Like just anything dealing with the trash. Like when I was playing Yu-Gi-Oh, I was playing um, Chaos Popper, which yep. was a lot and dark top deck, and you'd bring stuff back from uh, the grave every time. Uh, and then I played a chain chain beat, and you'd just like chain stuff to avoid effects and just the trash. I don't know, just draws <laughs> me in every time. So what? What's your favorite uh, archetype of Magic? This will this will really Set it off. What's your favorite color in Magic in MTG? So most of the decks, like the one that I got from you and still haven't played, uh, I, I blue and black, mostly black, uh, but also green black interests me. See that that's something like I, when I try to explain Digimon to people, uh, which, which all card games really do. You use Magic as your base. You don't use Pokemon as your base. You always use Magic as your base and then you build from there because I do feel like, you know, you said blue black and that's the control. Like a lot of your deck schemes I've noticed as we've played card games together, you like to uh, make those really anti-meta like control decks. Like you, you love to control the board. And then, so when you pick Tyrannomon as your go-to, I was like, this is just straight up just, beat your head on the keyboard <laughs> like, yeah it, it's just turn, it's time to turn my brain off for a minute and just <laughs> go burr <laughs> so that's what really shocked me when you know you were like oh you got this blue you know i was like oh so like you know just reading your pokemon builds and stuff i was like you know cardboard is definitely a a control player <laughs> like <laughs> so yeah but you said play from your trash and that's something if you don't know guys that magic black does a lot is you kill, you sacrifice creatures, you sack them, and then you pull things from the grave. So, I mean, that's a big mechanic in that, which is funny because in black, Digimon doesn't do that. Black is blockers. Black, you build the big wall and you just pray to God you can swing through it or destroy some of their blockers, which I'm hoping will definitely come up at least by BT11. I think black in the, um, U.S. meta, I think, will be bigger than it was in Japan. 
Yeah, Black started out, whenever we first started playing, uh, Black was always that one that, Jordan loved it, but everybody, like, didn't know how to handle blockers. So it was, mm -hmm. it was really hard to play around, and you could just play into time every time. And it wasn't something that people wanted to do, but they liked being the block-style deck. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone, like, um, well, it's just hard to do because Black, even now, like, Black still hasn't found its own identity. We've still got blockers. Uh, we've got the um, reboot. We've got D-Digivolve, D-Brigade. We even have its own inside uh, mechanic, really, with freaking Diaboramon and spamming tokens. Um, I, I hope just tokens hope turn into something more. That's another thing that I have a love for. Uh, well, yeah, I well, I don't know what they're going to do with them. Like, this is going to sound weird, but playing MetaZoo, there's literally, literally just token cards you can put in your deck. And they could be like uh, prize tokens or anything. Like, this person was at a MetaZoo event, and it's literally just a token. You can have one per deck. And there's actually cards that play off that. Uh, the neutral aura actually plays off a lot of those token cards and like there's cards you can do damage based off tokens. So um, I would, I would like to, I don't know if we'll see any more Diaboramon support um, soon, especially not for the U S but um, that that's actually one of my first decks I built was Diaboramon um, that I really tried to go with. And then of course I gravitated to uh Gabu Bond and then uh, Greymon Tribal and went from there. Are you just reading my interview script here? Because the, the next no. question was talking about uh, what decks are you playing currently and what decks did you start out with? Like, okay. What, well, those, how has your deck playstyle evolved with Digimon? Well, okay. I think that, that explains it. So when I first started Diabormon, and at the time it didn't have as much support, but it was a little bit... Um, not not complicated, but you know you definitely had to strategize, uh, trying to predict or what Diaboramon style you wanted to go to, and then of course I just went with red because my first tournament I went into was with um the Mario Gaming. He does a Mario Cup, which has nothing to do with <laughs> the uh, Mario itself, but he just done that, and I went with red uh, uh, Agubond. I was like, okay, I can do this. And that was when uh, EX1 had came out and I built that deck. And I was really excited with it because I was so nervous because I like, I'd been many years since I'd played in a tournament, let alone an online tournament. So I didn't know how it would go. And I ended up placing 23rd, which doesn't sound that good, but out of 66 people, I felt like that was pretty good. I you mean, know, I made... for your first time playing Digimon, huh? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were super friendly. Um, they were not, which I have noticed, as the game has developed. And now that I think we're into, you know, close to a year of strong competitive play, there is less forgiveness. We are starting to get some definite elitists out there. There was a few of them in the beginning, but I feel like we've started to get a lot more that don't allow misplays and stuff, especially online, because... Uh, everyone's always afraid you're cheating. So yeah, that's another thing. 
seeing how far that uh, the communities change, like the changes the communities made in the two years. Because when we first started, there was nobody really playing. Is everybody just kind of like, "Oh, hey, did you hear about the Digimon TCG?" <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's something too. Um, I, not to be, you know, biased, but I feel like our little group in the uh, Discord and stuff that we have uh, for the Digimon, the local region, I think they're still pretty nice. They're still pretty friendly. Yeah, we've got uh, a a good group, a solid group. And keep adding to it. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's the thing. Um, that's that's a lot of card game struggles is finding your uh, your little niche in your area, and then also finding communities that you know aren't like far to drive. Like us being here, we can go to Knoxville or we can go to Corbin. You know, like there's those two pretty well established groups. And then, of course, there's Kingsport, Kingsport, Murfreesboro. There's a bunch of other places that have, you know, a solid, faithful 10 to 16 people. And we can travel, you know, within an hour to two hours and be at several places to play, which has made it easier now. It's just getting the days off from work now. That's oh, for sure. Getting days off work is super hard. I've actually, I'm actually burning a PTO day. Uh, for the twenty, is it the twenty second? When CM's holding the store champions, yeah, I believe so. So yeah, I took a, I done requested a PTO day for that. So what are you, what, what deck are you going to be taking to that? Or are you still undecided? I'm still undecided. I want to see because uh, we will definitely be into the uh, BT ten. So. I don't know as of right now. I may take Gamma One. I'm not sure yet. Do it. Well, I mean, that's going back to my roots. That's going back to red, but finally red is gonna have you're gonna be able to not like I just that's that's my go to right now. If not, um I'm still loving armor rush. I guess that's where I've developed to now is I'm not so much as a one-hit KO kind of guy. I'm a more of a spam-the-board, more magic-style, you know, aggro deck. So I think Gammon in this next set will allow me to do that and have multiple options and have multiple, you know, not big bodies, but uh, with all his uh, bonuses and pluses he can get pretty easily from a hero, he's going to be able to get pretty big-bodied, you know, 10 sometimes averaging 8 to 10k DP on swings. So, I mean, he'll be able to survive through most security checks. It just depends on what the meta is. I mean, we'll be like, what, a week a week into it? Maybe two weeks into it by the time that store championship rolls around? No, three weeks. So we'll be pretty far into the meta, so we'll be able to see uh, what it looks like and how it develops. All right. Uh, so at this point, where BT9 is and where BT10 is, when it's coming uh how do you feel about the direction of the game overall uh we got bt11 around the corner can't wait for it bt11 just excites me just because i know we do a lot of basing off of the japanese meta because they get it first but americans like we've talked about a dozen times we play totally different we don't run a lot of um option cards we're just straight up digimon Smack face. So, um, 
I think I feel like I should be in their meta instead of America's sometimes. I I've said that or I've thought that from for a while. I feel like that suits your playstyle. But even me, like, um, I think that's where in our meta a lot of cards like, especially with armor rush, I've been looking and a lot of people there's a lot of option cards for armor rush and people's like, Oh, that's not good. Uh lightning blade, no, no, not good. Um there's another one, there's a X armor, it's a big move. Oh, not good. And I think that's because right now there's not a lot of small bodies on the board because we're in a OTK meta, build your big stack, build your tower, and you just leave it in raising and push forward when you're ready to, you know, digivolve and go in for the kill. And I'm hoping in BT10, we start seeing a lot more divergence because that's what we need. There's always going to be a meta where just certain decks rule the roost. They just dominate. But I'm ready to see our meta expand a little bit wider. And of course, as we release in the BT10, especially BT11, um, if they do anything like Dragon Ball Super, and this is what I'm hoping for as Digimon, as Digimon goes into the future, is Bandai is always really good to release support for old archetypes. And I really think, you know, that we will see, just like we were done seeing in BT11, Re- revitalizing the black Agumon line, the black Greymon line, and they're giving it a big boost, which, you know, we're always, I feel like as Americans, we're always quick to fuss about bands and stuff. But now that we're seeing some of the cards in BT11, I'm like, that's why, or, oh, look, there's going to be an answer for that. You know, like, this is why this is here. You know, we're worried about, um, you know, cross heart and all this stuff. And I'm like, but, Literally in BT11, we're going to have the answer for it or something to stifle it off. You're right. So as a, a host on the Security Check podcast, what kind of content are you going to bring to the to the party? Um, Just Digimon-based content or just content as a whole? In general, what, what, do you, what are you going to bring to um, the group discussions? I... I feel like our group loves, I love meta. Like I love winning, but then again, um, we was joking tonight. This is totally not nerd or Digimon related, but I'm in a fantasy football league and everybody's always like, why do you pick that person or that person? I'm like, I like a good underdog. Like I love to make those picks that everybody's like, Oh, they're not going to be good. And you, they turn into, you know, they're, they're your diamond in the rough. The Reaper. Yes. Yes. And I think that's what I want to bring to our discussions is I love to hype up games. I love to see games thrive, but what makes a game thrive is fighting the meta is knowing what it is and knowing how to play around those dominant uh, metal, you know, Gurumon X, even though I think it's total trash. Guru hybrid is still better. But anyway, <laughs> I just think that that's what you need to look for that. You need to always be, and I think that's what I want to bring to the table and also bring some insight into other card games. I've been around a minute and I've dabbled in literally every TCG. Like I said, I'm excited about the new Lorcana. I've got cards strewn everywhere. I've got Magic, Pokemon, Digimon, Metazoo, Flesh and Blood, 
got, I mean, I've got some one piece. I actually joined the server and got some one piece starter decks coming. So I want, I want us to get our hands on that. Um, but I think that's what allows me to like kind of look into a meta a little more, um, not as zoned in, but on a wider perspective. So that's what I'm hoping to bring to the table. Think out of the box. Hopefully diverse our meta quite a bit more than what it is right now. Bring up cards that you tell Mario will be good, and then he says they're terrible, and then he says, oh, well, that's pretty good. Yeah, well, I mean, that that's what's always bothered me. It's like um, you have six or seven large YouTubers that are like, hey, this is the deck you want to run. And then I'm like, well, what about this deck? Or what about this deck? Or why isn't this card used? And I'm that type of person. I have to play with a deck with that card in it to be like, oh, that's why they don't use it. Or, oh, that's why it sucks. Or I love those moments when we're playing it and people's like, that card's busted. Why don't people use that? And we're sitting here going, I don't know. You know, th- those are those are my moments I live for. Just breaking that meta. Those are the best. My favorite part. All right, so that is the end of this interview. Uh, where can the viewers get in touch with you at? You have Twitter. Do you yeah, have? Uh, I have a Twitter. <laughs> I don't use it a lot. Uh, you can find me on TikTok, uh, which is Nightmares eighty uh, six. Also on Facebook at Michael Ayers. I just got my tag to make reels to make some money off my reels so i've been putting uh, info on there also my youtube channel which is also nightmares and uh instagram i don't use so much in twitter twitter's kind of dead to me because making <laughs> there's there's so much content to make in so little time i basically use uh tiktok youtube and facebook to put out all from all my information and then of course here on the server the cataclysmic cardboard server discord all right that's all i've got well thanks thank you for, so much for having me it was great for, to be on the show can't wait for our first actual episode where we all get in here and try not to talk over each other um no i'm, re- I'm ready for that i'm ready for the endless banter uh maybe we can have a couple episodes where we're in the same room Makes it a little bit easier. Or we'll turn on our cameras and just not record them so we can watch each other. We can do video lives too. We can yeah. we can set it up. So many ideas going on right now. Like the the one I sent you earlier. There's just so many ideas. Oh, we've got we got seventeen videos in the making, guys. We just have to make them. Make <laughs> them. Uh, good times. Good times. All right. So that's the end of the interview. Thanks for watching, listening. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Amazon Music, Castbox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Stitcher, and I would swear that Spotify. Yeah, Spotify and Anchor. Look at that. So you can basically listen to us on any platform of your choice. Any platform, security check, Digimon TCG podcast.